What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. Jerry Isinger with you on this Monday afternoon. Hafet and Josue Mendoza joining the show as well. What a week. Hope everyone is very safe from Hurricane Ian yeah. and all the craziness that is left behind. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Great to see you. Great to see you. You survived the storm? Oh, yeah. yeah. We survived the storm. No problem. It got kind of scary, though. It yeah. did get scary. Did. There were a few moments of like when that gust comes through mm-hmm. middle of the night that wakes you up. It's like, oh, oh. that was the hard part. In the middle of the night. Yeah. <clears throat> from I think maybe from maybe 11 or so, but up until two, it was pretty rough. Yeah. And then it the was... electricity, you know, yeah. going down. And yes. And then, of course, you see when, mildly uncomfortable. When power comes back, you see where the real damage was. And right. It's like, oh, yeah. I can't believe I complained about any yeah, gusts no. of wind in the middle <laughs> no, of the night. No. It's like, you oh, know. that was scary. And the people <laughs> yeah. are missing homes in yeah. Fort Myers area. You're right. So, uh, of course, we're thinking about everybody who has experienced real damage mm-hmm. and, of course, yeah. uh, can be extremely inconvenient. Speaking of inconvenience, on the program today, we are going to take a few minutes because of Hurricane Ian, and we're going to talk about how to protect some of those business assets. Josue, you have a company. It's a small business, right? Mm-hmm. Water comes through and takes out the filing cabinet. Yeah. We're going to take just a moment. We're going to yeah. talk about how to protect your when stuff like this happens, how to make sure to yeah. protect that information. That'll be one. Also, in the show, we're going to talk with Hafet for just a little while about a business opportunity for folks who do want to make some side hustle money but still retain their flexibility. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Sounds pretty exciting, and it's. I think it's going to make quite a splash. I'm excited to hear yeah. more. So. Get your answers ready, mister. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and also, we're going to talk about some of the mistakes that small business owners make. As many of you know, the Lakeland Insider, this program is about supporting small business owners. And we want to go through a little bit of a list, the, the common mistakes we see small business owners making and how to help you avoid those. That'll be a biggie. And finally, we're also going to answer a couple questions about your pitch deck. If you're raising funds for your business... Maybe it's just an idea and you're raising funds very, very early in development. What questions do investors want to see you answer in that pitch deck? So that'll be on the program today. But getting back to protecting your information, Josue, you know, this is not 1938 where if you lose your paperwork, (laughs) it's gone. Things can become digital. What what do you recommend to people who come to the accounting firm? By the way, if you're a new listener, that's Jason Simpson, CPA. That's the accounting firm over in uh, Dixieland and Lakeland. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you recommend to people? How do they how do they protect those those files and those numbers and what needs to be protected? Well, I think nowadays, and and everybody knows this. I mean, it's just using the cloud. You know, um, long time ago when I first started accounting a few years ago, um, you know, I was just I was working at a, an accounting firm in Tampa, and there was a there was a client there that had everything backed up on floppy disks. Ah, good old floppy disk. What's a floppy disk? (laughs) (laughs) I promise you some listeners are out there wondering exactly that. Who's a floppy disk? (laughs) (laughs) But but, um, they had, and and they had a a fire, and of course everything everything burned. Bunch of melted floppy disks everywhere. They they lost so much. It cost them their business. It cost them their business? Yeah. Because yeah, they, they, they couldn't... Everything was on the floppy disk. They literally, oh. they were like, hey, we're we're going paperless. Everything on floppy disk, you know, shred everything else. Wow. So, Jeez, that sounds yeah. like a bad idea. Brutal. Yeah, right. And, um, and of course, nowadays, you have uh, uh, the cloud and you have cloud services, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Dropbox is a very popular one. All the major companies offer it. Uh, 
um, OneDrive with Microsoft. Sure. And mm-hmm. if you're in that environment, you know, it, it's very helpful. But, but what that. are you backing up? Are you backing up like client information or accounting information? What's what's the priority list of things not to lose? I think most important, first of all, anything you deem important, it's, you know, you have the space. But mainly uh, backing up that information that if you lost something, it would change, you know, the way you do business and the way you, sure. you operate. Right. So, um, you know, and we've had in, in our in our business, that's what, something we recommend to all our clients is back everything up into a cloud, back everything up into a um, into a uh, uh, even if you get an external hard drive, uh, you know, locally. Floppy disk is what you're saying. <laughs> well, an external hard drive, having a hard copy there as well. I mean, uh-huh. everything you can do, but yeah. definitely the cloud and. Uh, what about security risk, though? You put something to the cloud, are you are you risking something on a security level? Yeah, I mean, there's risk. But there's always risk. There's right? always going to be risk, but I think it, it two factor authentic uh, authentication is important. Yeah, you know, yeah, of you, course, know you know, the two factor authentication it, it can get annoying though sometimes. Yeah, but it's extremely important to protect your account. So you're saying it's more annoying to get hacked. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. better the the notification on the phone than yeah. having to deal with right. And it know, seems like everything nowadays is yeah. too like the two factor authentication. Yeah. yeah. I yes, think a lot of people are used to it though. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, but, get, I'm getting there. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you have a, a, a Dropbox account for your business or box account, I mean, there's just so many of them out there, but sure. any cloud service out there is they're 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 very good. And I mean, these companies invest billions of dollars into security. You're and, right. And, and, you know, it's important to, to have it all backed up there. So I think you're in the hot seat, Hafed. Are you backing your stuff up? Yeah, everything, yeah. man. Where are you doing it? Just I, what, I use Google program? Drive. Google Drive. Google Drive. Google Drive. I like Google right. Drive because it has everything yeah. integrated. I think Microsoft also has the same they thing. They do the same. You yeah. know, Google Sheets, the yeah. um, the Google Documents. So I like Google Drive. Yeah, it's just easier. And since I'm already used Google for everything. So, yeah. You know, Do they talk to each other? Can you open stuff from Google Drive oh, yeah. in a Microsoft program? No, um, I don't know about that, but I know you can open Microsoft documents in into Google Drive. Google Drive. Yeah, okay. you can, you yeah. can do right. that. So I, oh, yeah. I was curious about that. Mm-hmm. I never know. It's like if I make this commitment today, am I shutting the door on, <laughs> yeah, no. you know, I don't want to say later on, which is probably what you deal with, Hostway, in terms of people using the right accounting software or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we do deal with that. But you know, there are always ways around that, and, and we do – we do we do all right. Mostly in our business, you know, people use QuickBooks. You yeah. Know? And that's, I think, 80 or 90% of the people, the small businesses use that nowadays. Right. So. And if it's in the cloud, then it's in yeah. the cloud. Do they have their own cloud service, QuickBooks? Well, they you, they have QuickBooks online. You can okay. use QuickBooks online, and they back everything up there. So Okay. Are you good. into cloud, Jerry? I I don't want to brag, but <laughs> in high school I was nominated as most likely to Please be in the cloud. Please tell me you're not using floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did have. It's it, it's so weird that floppy disk came up today. I just had a conversation with someone at the office. Oh man, who has an embroidery machine? Oh, and the orders that are taken and everything that's done is done through a floppy disk. Wow. Oh yes, okay. and to this day, it still operates do, that do way. I'm certain she's not listening. At least I hope she's <laughs> not. <laughs> do computers? The computers don't have that anymore, though. No, there's there's some sort of uh, con- it's like an external thing. Yeah. yeah, they put it yeah. in there and they put Tim, it in the Tim USB. knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah Tim's a, he's a floppy disk kind of guy. <laughs> so speaking of uh, the kind of mistakes we can make at the office, so when we come back after this commercial break, we are going to take a moment. Well, actually, that's going to be later in the show. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to talk to Hafed about an opportunity that is uh, is a way to actually earn a decent income 
and keep your flexibility. I think you're going to want to hear this one. Stick around. The Lakeland Insider will return right after these messages. And we are back. Don't forget, folks, you can reach us anytime. Send us an email, lakelandinsider at gmail.com. That's lakelandinsider at gmail.com. Gentlemen, let me share a little uh, information with you here very quickly. These are new, fresh numbers I want to share. Entrepreneurship has been on the upswing since the start of the pandemic. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, just under 5 million new businesses were launched between January 21 and November of 2021, an increase of 55% compared to the same period just a year prior or the year before COVID, right? Okay. People want to become entrepreneurs. Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it was a shuffling of our priorities or what happened during that time, but we actually had a chance to sit down and think for a little bit and look at our lives. And... Um, a lot of us decided we would like to have our life back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which leads us to a conversation with Hafet about a new program that I think is going to make a pretty wonderful splash around here. It is called Limpio Local. That's right. And that will be the website as well, limpiolocal.com. So in a nutshell, how do we sum this up? What is the log line for Limpio Local? Okay. So let me <laughs> tell you a little bit about Limpio Local. Um, essentially, Limpio Local is a platform. Uh, to tell you a story, Limpio Services, mm-hmm. when we first started, we were focusing on residential cleaning. Okay. Right? This has always been a cleaning this company. This has always been a cleaning company. Right. So we quickly found that um, home cleaning service is, is it's very difficult to manage. Yes. Because people's schedules change. Um, providers aren't There's a million available. Reasons, There's so many right? factors that are into play. Um, so... Back in the day, we pivoted to only focus on commercial cleaning. Um, and that's all we did. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. Sure. Um, and now Limpio Services has gravitated to do commercial cleaning and facility management, which includes the janitorial portion of, of the business, but also includes the f- floor cleaning, carpet cleaning, mm-hmm. all the upkeeping of a facility. Right. Um, However, the Olympio, uh, the residential cleaning has always been something that I've wanted to get into, but I just never knew kind of how to penetrate that sure, market. Sure. So what we did is we launched a service called Limpio Local. And basically what Limpio Local does, it allows for people who want to be entrepreneurs, who have some time in their hands, who want to uh, have the flexibility to work, whether it's to clean houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what Limpio Local does is provides a platform for people to start their business of residential cleaning right on our right on the platform. Okay, um, cool. So you can say you can, you can jump on a, this thing and, and basically sign up and say I want to be on this right. list. Yeah, oh, you nice. you basically go to the website, you sign up, you become a provider. Of course, you have to pass a background check. Um, we will on the platform, you will have the ability to set your schedule Mm -hmm. so you can be available when you are available, whether that's, you know, if it's, if it's a a busy mom when her kids are at school and she wants to, you know, have some hours uh, to work, she can do that. Um, based on her schedule, you'll have your own um, website to send your your customers there to send people who might be interested in booking your service. Mm -hmm. So there, the, the, the people can go to your website and they'll be able to schedule you. Essentially, everything is done through the site. So you're going to help people cool. connect to Correct. the folks who need yeah. Correct. cleaning at home. Yeah, so, so they, they'll connect. They'll be able to match 
to, to add clients, to manage their clients, to manage your schedule. Let me ask the question mm-hmm. everyone's going to be thinking at this point. Okay, I sign up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give away what 50% to you? Is that the. Uh, no. Isn't that the first? But isn't that what people would initially like? <laughs> what's wait a minute. What's, cost me? what's Jerry, the catch? If you want to give me 50%, I'll take it. <laughs> but no. Um, so essentially, the cat, there, there, there is no catch. We want to we want to penetrate the residential cleaning um, business here in Lakeland. We want to start local. We want to start here in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, what we're going to do is is we will provide the service and we will charge. Three uh, percent to five percent um, fee structure. That's great. You know, so nice. we, we our goal is to keep it right. low. Our goal is to help people. You're off the hook. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm happy yeah. now. Thank That's you. Good. We can That's all re- uh, collective sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> You know? you know, that's like a visa kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, wait, how much am I giving? But it's like, no, no, you, you really want this in your store because not everyone's going to pay with cash. So you'll right. do your right. small couple percentage. Correct. That's great, though. Yeah. Good, good for you. Because, well, you know, I've seen people in this space. I'm mm-hmm. not going to name any companies in particular where the fees are outrageous. Right. Well, you know, it's crazy. You know what, though? To me, it's always been about the provider, you know, the employer, the provider, mm-hmm. the contractor. You want to make sure that they, they can earn a fair wage. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a lot of these uh, residential companies do is they'll 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 provide the service and then they'll send somebody out and really the margins aren't there. Mm. Or if the margins are there, the person who's doing the work is not earning. Right. You right. know. Yeah. A livable wage. So I want to I want to be able to facilitate that. Sounds like you got um, a, a workable yeah. formula here. Yeah. And and also at the same token, you know, a person who's looking for a cleaning service, they know when they go to Limpio Local, they're going to get a, a provider who has completed a background right. check, a provider who knows how to do their job, a provider who is going to be able and flexible because they're going to provide their hours, yeah. their schedule. Um, and it's all going to be done on the platform. Wow. Yeah. And a so, professional, I think, you know, that's. Uh, we've had uh, people come to our house to clean mm-hmm. that don't do a very good job, you know, and, and right. so there is a different different right. levels of, of ability. And, and is there accountability there, though? If they didn't do a good job, was there someone for you to reach and say, hey, could you send someone else next right. time? With well, that's that? what I was going to ask. How does that work? Well, see, as a provider, like an example, if I'm the one providing the service. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's going to get the review. If I do a bad job, well, I'm, I might get a This is like review. Airbnb now. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to make sure I'm going to do the best possible job yeah, yeah. Right. in order not only to retain that customer, yeah. but to also get a positive review and get yeah, So if I'm the, the homeowner mm-hmm. and I hire somebody from Limpio Local mm-hmm. uh, and I don't like them, I just can switch to someone else. Yeah, right? can, I can hire someone else. Next so. time you go on the website, you can run a search. It's very simple. You go on the website. You type in your address, or you click the the Google right. Map icon. Now, what if the cleaner didn't like him? This is <laughs> this is sort true, of the right? Uber conversation, right? It's like well, everybody everybody true. has a, has a voice here. So I like the way this formula is set it's up. It's like this this uh, homeowner was extremely demanding. Don't ever go back to their house. Let <laughs> right? them keep a dirty well, house. We don't want to do that. We'll, yeah. we'll keep that. But no one can get railroaded here. I like the way this is set up. There's nice accountability <laughs> intrinsically built into the system. There is accountability. Yeah. There's transparency, and most of uh, above all, uh, you want to make sure that the person who's going to come into your home is somebody that you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so without having to do the work to figure out whether right. or not the I amount know. of work it would take to figure out whether or not this was a trustworthy person, mm-hmm. that same amount of energy, you could have cleaned your own house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, that, wow. that's going to be Limpio local. So um, what's the timeline looking like? Timeline. Everything is, is going on as planned. 
Uh, there is development, like the final stages. We do have our social media up on Instagram and Facebook. You can go to Limpio Local, just search it mm-hmm. on Instagram or Facebook. Um, follow us, and we will be launching um, relatively soon this this quarter, fourth quarter. So we're looking forward to it. So That's you awesome. can go in exciting. there and, yeah. and stay up to date. Just another reason to love this time of year. Yeah. We're about to go into the baseball playoffs. Yes. You know, I got a glimpse the other morning. I came out. It was a little cooler. Oh, man. I, I feel, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, we're on the... I know we just had a terrible week, obviously, with yeah. everything happening. But I feel a little hopeful, you know. Weather was nice after the hurricane. It's, it's. It, uh, I was talking to a neighbor of mine, and it's, it's hard, you know, it's a price a bad price to pay for good weather i think you know <laughs> yeah, just, i think the costs are a little I, high i'm like oh the weather is nice but man those people don't have homes it's just hard yeah. hard and i feel it feels so bad for no it's for, it's no, terrible see, the, down foot, there, the footage mm-hmm. is i i get to a place i can't i just yeah. i have to have start you seen the so aerial terrible. the uh yes. satellite footage with yes. the lights yeah it's terrible and and then it, it looks like north korea all of a sudden yeah. you know all the it lights are gone yeah tonight. it is so frightening yeah. no, and you know we've we've been there and during hurricane irma the Hermit, house flooded uh, you know we lost oh. everything so it's it is you had to start over completely so, after irma mm-hmm. yes yeah definitely my heart goes out to those people and i i Hope That's they brutal. can they can find the yeah. the right places to yeah and to start over again yeah rebuilding rebuilding is is going to be hard yeah. and a little higher off the ground I'm sure yeah on the next round yeah especially Cape Coral I just I don't know I don't know what's going to happen Man, it's going to yeah. be a long time before oh yeah before we're back to normal but you know obviously keeping those people in our thoughts mm-hmm. anyway real quick um, because I know people personally have that who would love the idea of Olympia Local how do they how, how will they be able to connect with you? How will they be able? Do they? Is it a long process to sign up? No, it's it's all done on online. So mm-hmm. you go to limpiolocal.com. Um, if you're a provider, you select you want to become a provider. You fill out the application. We do run the background check. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that everything's good to go. Once you're approved, then then you become a provider. You set your own schedule. Now, if you are someone looking for the service, someone to clean your home, then you go to limpiolocal.com and you basically just search based on your location mm. and find the best provider with the schedule that fits yours. You select them, you reserve them, and then the transaction happens when they go and they clean your, your place and I think it's great. review them. So I'm a big supporter. I think it's why places like Uber were so successful. Yeah. It, yes. Just to say, look, I want to work, but I want to work on my time. Right, right. right. I, we want to be the Uber, the Airbnb <laughs> yes. of cleaning service. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea, though. I, I, as I said before, you know, I've, I have people in the family, cousins and whatnot, who have the kind of schedule you just yeah. described a while yeah. ago with like children. I got to be, I got to pick them I, up at three, but mm-hmm. I got a three hour right. block where I don't yeah. have much to do. Well, yeah. Honestly, my goal is to really disrupt the service industry. I think yeah. that's something that we can do. I think people um, would love to participate in that and, and work in that industry. I think it's a, yeah. it's a big space. Yeah. It's a big so space, we're excited yeah. about that. And with good reason. Love the name too, by the way. Limpio Thank Local. you. Don't I wonder forget, who came up with that. Don't forget that name. Limpiolocal.com. A brilliant folks. human being. Yeah. <laughs> really good at marketing. So after uh, after this commercial break, now we're going to talk about some of the common mistakes small business owners make. And I think you're going to want to stick around for that because these are very common, very human nature type yeah. of mistakes. So stick around for that. The Lakeland Insider will be back in just a moment. It's just a heavy metal Monday around here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. I'm Jerry Isinger with Josue and Hafet Mendoza. We're having a great conversation tonight. 
And uh, we're hitting actually a lot of corners in the world of small business owners and entrepreneurship. And one of the things we want to talk about basically just comes down to human nature. We're going to take a few moments, if you're a small business owner or an entrepreneur, to talk about the most common business mistakes. Now, gents, I'll tell you, there was a program I used to really enjoy watching. It was on CNBC for a while. It was a weekly show called The Profit. Uh, some billionaire named Marcus Lemonis, who's good mm -hmm. with people, he would go to a new town, he would find a business in trouble, basically, and he would turn it around. But most of the time, what he had to turn around was just people's perspectives or their ideas of how things should work or all the resistance he would get. And then all of a sudden, the show just went away. I hadn't see, I don't know what happened to it. I really enjoyed it, and it was mm -hmm. just gone. And then a few nights ago, I see that he's got a, a home renovation show now on HGTV, and I thought, you know what? He probably left because he just got so tired <laughs> of walking into businesses and people having, you know, just hard heads. They're stubborn, right? They're just maybe tough to work with. Right. Um, which brings us to our conversation for this segment, which which really is about some of the most common mistakes people do make in small businesses. And they're pretty universal, I would say, but, Josue, you talk to a lot of people. You're an accountant. You're over at Jason Simpson CPA. You see people every day, right? You know, do you see a lot of patterns with small business owners in terms of these these common problems? I mean, do you see a lot of mistakes that you can't say anything about because you're an accountant? <laughs> well, I think in general, you know, there's, there's – uh, people make mistakes mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to the small bit to their small business. Sure. And I mean, generally it, it, I think it centers around cash flow a lot of times ah. trying to go it alone, alone, you know, okay. um, which actually brings us to the first thing on the list. At least I, that oh, I wanted to ask you, yeah. is this one of the mistakes people not paying themselves? It is. Well, it is, but see the, the hard part is when you start a, a, a business you're not rich for the most part. Right, sure. You know, you're you're going in without money, and uh, right. Fett knows this. Mm -hmm. You know, there's tons of costs you never business. even factored in because right. right. you didn't know all these things would come up. Right. Right. Exactly. And and uh, so, uh, you know, it, it does become an issue once you start making money. But early on, you don't really have a lot of money. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, but I think one of the issues uh, that we see a lot is is people being, um, you know, using cash flow. Um, not being wise with it, you know, and I think a lot of businesses see that. Okay. So from the accountant's point of view, dealing with money. Now, is this because people are using like personal accounts and business yeah. accounts and it's all yeah, getting, mixing the accounts? It's all just mixed yeah. up and that and can get muddy. We've talked about that before on the show mm -hmm. and, and, and it gets a little muddy. And, uh, so well, that's a, what's the temptation. It's like, okay, let's say I'm on a business trip. I'm staying at a hotel and it's like, well, let me just get a bottle of champagne because this <laughs> technically is a business trip. Is it moments like that? Or are they actually like making personal pay? I'm going to run to target. I need a new pair of shoes. Let me put it on the business. Yeah. Account. We've, yeah, that's, that's the issue. Yeah. It's where you have a, a business account and, and then you're walking into target and you're walking out with $300 worth of groceries and there's, it's not for the business, you right. know. It's it's for you. You're taking it home, um, and that's, that's and that's tough to explain to the IRS well, if well, they come asking. I, I think not only is it maybe not tough to explain, but it doesn't it doesn't help you see the the big picture. Yeah, the picture. You know, of your business like what you're what's really your doing. business costing you yeah, to right, to operate? Right. And it's hard to determine that if you're buying you know dog food for 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 right. your, on your right, business right. for. 
for your right. personal Now, can someone down expenses. the line see that? Maybe a potential investor or someone who's helping you. Maybe, you know, could, could that somehow affect you later? Well, uh, it, even reputation wise, it not maybe not reputation wise, but it could affect you in, in the sense that, you know, um, what I've seen in the past is is people that that commingle their accounts and then they think, well, I'm not going to pay any taxes because, you know, I had all these expenses because they spent a bunch of money. But in ah. reality, those personal expenses are not deductible. Mm-hmm. So then they end up with a large tax bill and right. they're like, well, what happened? I know I don't have any money left. Well, it's because you spent it all on personal expenses right. now. So but you cannot write off dog food? You can't for- write off dog food unless, <laughs> so, you know, you're Unless vet, you have a dog you know, and you're <laughs> dog. But, you know, in reality, though, it, the, it, it's, it's, it's more nuanced than that. A, a lot of business owners come into uh, start a new business and they don't have a lot of money. And the money they revenue they get, sometimes they need that, you know, to to survive. And the temptation is, well, I got to pay some bills, mm-hmm. personal bills, and I have this money sitting there, you know, and it's for the business, but I'm going to pull it out. Right, and, right. So now, what would be the best way to access those funds? Could you pay yourself? You could pay yourself, and then make the purchase that way. Yeah, you could pay yourself. Um, you could take uh, business draws, and you you could do that. That's it's fine to do, but you also have to be. There's tax implications to that as well, so right. you have to always be careful with yeah. that. Yeah. All right, and yeah. let me let me uh, throw out a few other sure. from this list to see whether or not this resonates. Casting too wide of a net, not having a niche enough. Okay, I, I can see that. Do you think you that would that. be on the list? Do you think that's valid? Yeah, I think that's valid. Casting a wide net Ooh. for sure. I mean, because it doesn't. Doesn't let you doesn't let you focus on what you're really good at. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, I've heard it this way: if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you're actually appealing to no one. Yeah, is that's that a, a fair way? way? To, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Is, but is that valid though? Is that true? I think it's true. I mean, imagine if Limpio Services was, you know, getting into I don't know car rentals, right? You know, it's not going to work. Bait and tackle, VHS <laughs> rental, bait and tackle, <laughs> or floppy disk rental. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Trying to do everything yourself. Tafet, this probably resonates with you. Do you do everything yourself? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't do everything myself. Do you delegate myself. well? I, I need, yeah, I need to delegate because yeah. if I did everything myself, then everything would probably you be You would not done be living right now if you did everything poorly. yourself. Poorly. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, that's a big one, though. But it's so tough. If you're a perfectionist, right. you know, and we've all had the micromanaging type of person in our life who who's so worried that the thing they want done, that you're not going to do it correctly, so they lose all this time and energy, basically. Yeah, uh, wrestling with that, and it's less like you, no, you have to delegate. You're you have right. To trust the people. I think delegation is part of growth. Um, if if you're unable to delegate, then you're really hurting yourself when it comes to growing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why, at least for me, in Limpio Services, with the commercial cleaning side, mm-hmm. you know, with the people that work with me and, and manage some of the accounts, um, I trust them. You know, and mm-hmm. I trust how they work yeah. and I trust their work and the team's work. And so that gives me flexibility to go and actually grow the business. Yeah. That probably um, saves you a lot of turnover, too. I think that's usually the number one people mm-hmm. reason people leave is they yeah. don't feel trusted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then uh, on the uh, on the finance side, having someone, you know, you're not sitting there doing three hours of, of bookkeeping and accounting and tax work and filing your own payroll taxes and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, it's it just those things are important, but they take away from what you are, what, what you really want to do. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, um, well, let me so, throw yeah. one more your way. See if this resonates as well. Refusing to pivot. Ah, yes. 
That's a big one. That's got to be the most first, yeah. especially if you're an employee and you can see the writing on the wall. Oh, yeah. And the owner or your boss, whoever it is. It's the blockbuster they, thing, you know? It's, <sighs> it's um, they the refuse to pivot when, you know, Netflix came and offered, uh, they wanted a blockbuster to buy them out for $50 million right. in 2000. And Blockbuster, you know, said no, and right, and they right. refused to pivot to that digital, um, you know, model of of consuming <laughs> media. And and now you think that's ridiculous. How could right. they not see it? But back then, there was no second. Blockbuster was it. Yeah, you know, and uh, they they certainly made a lot of money doing Man. it. But in, but without, now they're now they're just famous for that one poor mm-hmm. decision. They're the yeah they're the example that. Uh, college students are studying now all over uh, the world, right. you know, <laughs> you know, and yeah. the feeling we used to have, though, let me say something nice about Blockbuster. Yeah. Okay. It was always a great feeling. Friday yes. night, walking into a Blockbuster, the smell of the popcorn yeah. and the excitement that you get to shop. There was, which... there was popcorn at Blockbuster. Oh, I man, I love Blockbuster. That. What? Uh. You don't remember that? Mm-mm. I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> you don't remember that. Well, it was exciting. Is that where you bought floppy disks? I'll tell you all about it on the commercial break. But when we return from that break, we're going to talk about uh, raising some funds. What does your pitch deck need to have if you're raising money for that business? Maybe you even have just an idea. What do you need to answer? What do investors want to hear to make sure you'll raise those funds? So stick around. You won't want to miss it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lakeland Insider. Hope you're enjoying your Monday evening. Great to be with you, as always. And don't forget, reach out to us sometime. LakelandInsider at gmail.com is the place to say hello. LakelandInsider at gmail.com. So, gentlemen, we're going to talk a few minutes about raising funds, raising money, having that pitch deck ready to impress investors. I know it's probably quite nerve-wracking for a lot of people to go yeah. through that experience. But, you know, it really shouldn't have to be. If your product's good, if you know right. what you're talking about, and if you're ready to answer their tough questions, a la Shark Tank, even though there's TV production around all of that. Yeah. Usually it's a little more informal. But, Josue, uh, have, have you had much experience with clients from the CPA firm who were trying to raise money or who have already raised uh, capital for their business? Uh, no, I've had experience on, you know, under different circumstances. But, yeah, it's, it's not... Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that is, it's, you're excited about it, but you're also nervous as heck. I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's always nerve wracking. I think when you're asking for money, you're asking for money and, and then the responsibility of, of if somebody gives you money, right. You know, okay, I got to make this work. Yeah. You know, right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it really is because when you're dealing with other people's money yeah i mean it has it's a whole a new layer of awareness at yeah. that point doesn't it? it's like mm-hmm. and and something i just read recently was about the quality of the ideas is that more often than not people who are trying to raise funds generally speaking don't have a good enough idea mm-hmm. which is part of the reason they have to squirm because the answers do become really tough. Right. You know yeah. you, you can't answer those questions if honestly you don't have a good answer for yeah. Or, uh, you know, your whatever your new can opener that the world is just not waiting for. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> can opener. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> better. I'm so. But sorry. it's true. It's, it's absolutely true. And and you have to really think about it. Your idea has to be, mm-hmm. you know, golden. Right. And right. somebody's got to buy it. You know. And Un- unless you know you're going to like your uncle George 
Right. You know, and and Uncle George has just always loved you. Well, yeah. (laughs) Most of the time, what are people buying? If you don't have, if you're starting uh, a business and and you have maybe a little bit of proof of concept, but Mm -hmm. but at the end, really, they're they're buying your idea that the idea can turn into Mm -hmm. a startup to you know a blue chip stock or something like that. You know, something you could go publicly trade. We want Mm -hmm. the unicorn. Now we did have uh, Scott Kelly on from Black Dog Ventures just a few weeks ago. He's got a big event coming up this month in Tampa Mm -hmm. where he is connecting people to pitch their companies to investors. And he says he gets like, what, 100? Did he say 100 a month? Or yeah. And, he gets a lot. And maybe chooses... Sounds like 2% maybe he wow, gets. Yeah. yeah. Just, to, just to show you how many terrible yeah. ideas yeah. are floating out there. I think, like Josue said, uh, when when you're going out to pitch and you're looking for for funds, um, you you also have to have reasonable expectations as far as your valuations are. Go. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and as you present your idea, you're hoping that the investors can say, yeah, I can, I can back this yeah. person. Mm-hmm. They can see that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So the most important question you need to have answered early, early on is what problem are you solving? And I don't think this one gets enough consideration no. from a lot of people's point of view. It's like, oh, I thought of this thing. Yeah. And you didn't really scrutinize or do the homework to see that mm-hmm. no one really wants yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. You what know. problem are you solving? So that's yeah. just a wonderful way to use that language, you know, answer that question. Is it really a problem? And, yeah. and generally speaking, for a lot of folks, it just isn't. But that's the one thing you really must be able to answer early, early on in that process of raising funds. But here is obviously another. Who are your target customers? That's mm-hmm. a big one. Who are your target customers? Yes. Because based on that, you will be able to build a marketing plan. You will be able to build a product that caters to that targeting to that target. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know who your target customer is, then you are in for some pain. It's tough when you don't know who you're talking yeah. to. Exactly. You know, and, and the other question, obviously, people are going to want to know is how big is that market? Now, this is for the investors who are looking for the unicorn, mm-hmm. right? I want to put my money into the next right. Apple or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if they see something that's just really limited... Obviously, you're not going to do so well yeah. there either. But you know, I know I'm I'm feeling kind of harsh on on people with ideas that are less than great. But. Well, that's reality though. That's yeah. the the hard. It's a it's the harsh reality. You know, you have to have an idea that is going that can actually solve a big problem. Like yeah. Uber, if you think about Uber, you know, um, you know, I was in Mexico a few years ago, and Uber doesn't exist. Really. Yeah. I mean, it exists. But in the area where we were, we were talking to my wife and I were vacationing there. We took a taxi, you know, almost everywhere we went. And um, we started talking about this to one of the cab drivers. And he's like, no, I'll shoot an Uber driver. Like he was dead serious. (laughs) He he was like, no. Oh, man. He struck a nerve there. huh? Uber disrupted an an entire industry that is a worldwide, you know, industry in taxis. and to the point in Mexico where they've had um, this this uh, particular driver, he actually drove us around the entire time. I was kind of scared of him. I well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can see why. I think I he's giving you good it. reason. Yeah, he was. He he said there was a an Uber driver. They, they they try to break in, and this guy was you know driving around under the Uber, you know, using the Uber app, and somebody got a hold of him, and he <laughs> they disappeared him. Dude, that's you know it was man very rough out there. Wow. Right? But they taking so, us down a very dark path right now. I know, now. I know, right, but that's... <laughs> but, God, but, don't do Uber in Mexico. But, yeah. 
So if what's the lesson? Anything, <laughs> yes, that's the lesson of this entire show. But they the uh, they disrupted an entire industry with their idea, and it's really just a platform, right. kind of like what and that's local that's is. the thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the investor loves yeah. to hear. So clearly, well, it that's has a key word, so. right? Investors. It's love a platform. That. Yeah, it's a yeah. platform. Right. And we're going to disrupt the industry. They they love that. Yeah. Stuff. Well, yeah. a platform really appeals to the masses. It's easier to appeal to the masses mm-hmm. if it's a platform. Yeah. 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 You know, so. profit margins are another thing to think about as well. Mm-hmm. You know, are they there? You know, um, and, and do you have a working product? Now, I'm not good with physical products. I'm more of a services or a digital product kind of guy mm-hmm. in terms of prototyping, things of that nature. Right. I wouldn't even know where to start <laughs> saying, hey, I got this idea for a gadget. Will you bring it to life? I, Yeah, know. that's a hard one. Yeah, I'd be at the Amazing. kitchen table with like a glue gun and some pieces of. Oh, wood you're talking about to... like manufacturing <laughs> yeah, things. And... Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like I, I'm not the guy for that, but I give big props to uh, people who can do it. And um, how fast has the company been growing? That's a big one. Yeah, you know, growth year over year. They want to see quarter it. Over quarter over quarter. Quarter. You want to see it? Yes. Now, have you had experience raising capital? Huffman? Not yet. Not yet. But I would. I would like to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's something I, I, I look forward to for sure. All you have to do is draw a hockey stick. You know, is that that's the graph? How, that's yeah, <laughs> say here's my revenue. This Just, is it's pointed my out. projected. My projected my revenue. Projected revenue <laughs> is yeah. I'm gonna grow a thousand percent People year over that. year. Thousand <laughs> percent month over month. But yeah. it has happened. I mean, you know, we got the No. That's I, why I, I wish I, I invested in Amazon. Oh, me too. Jeez. Jerry. Do you know who the next Amazon will be? Any tips, Jerry, that I can no. I personally have an idea that I think will be the next Amazon, and I need you <laughs> to contribute. But uh, no, it's it's really um, it's really a fest. We want to support as much as we can. We have places in town like Catapult, like yeah. Ohatch. You know, there's all these great entrepreneurs, all these great settings for mm-hmm. people, and it's like just give them the best chance possible. If their idea is strong, to find ways yeah. to be connected to resources. I, I love what Catapult does. I really. I think that's an amazing mm-hmm. um, thing to just have these people with great ideas that are willing to work and and um, giving them that that ability to develop their ideas, to test their ideas. Because I know with Catapult, sometimes you get to you get to talk right. to other business owners there. And and um, yeah, I love I love what they're doing, especially in a place like Lakeland that's growing so fast. Well, and they get great, you know, they, they have seminars. I mean, mm-hmm. the reason that Scott Kelly from the Black yeah. Dog Adventures was in town yeah. was to just have a seminar, mm-hmm. just to have an event. So you go to this place, you can work in there, you can mingle with other entrepreneurs, but there's that kind of uh, support network, I think, is what's necessary to be successful as, a, as an entrepreneur. It's just so yeah. tough to do it by yourself. It's Yeah, it's great. You know, my kids started a business. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah, they uh, started a cleaning company. Oh man, yeah. I got competitors now. They with did. Family. <laughs> they're they're launching October. You're in trouble, Mister. Oh no, they're la- they launched September 29th, but they took the next day off. <laughs> so they're really bad at. It. I took a picture of their little business plan. They actually wrote out a little nice. business plan. Isn't that awesome? You should be very proud. Yeah. I day, am, but, but they're not bringing in any money. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> kids they can become providers at uh, linkolocal, dot com. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to see what they come up with. Though. Oh man, <laughs> I just—I mean, I'm just praying that they take off. 
They're only eight, so I mean, it's you know, <laughs> time is, is on their side. <laughs> that is quite awesome. Well, folks, um, listen. Um, make sure first of all that you are staying in shape. We always want to remind people to keep moving. We always recommend YesFit.com is the place to go to because they give you incentives. Uh, actually, it's a place you want to be. And these conversations are great, gentlemen. Always appreciate your support and your insight. Everyone, make sure to reach out to us again. It's lakelandinsider at gmail.com. And for this week, we're just going to say bye for now.